could have kids pod Kids Pod listeners, did you know the creator of Kids Pod, Amy Chan, is also a kids book author. She has many amazing and beautiful picture books, including My Grandma's a Hundred, The Very Angry Reader, and The Happy Mac. And there's more coming out in 22. Peg Like Paddocure, The Alfie the Gar Dog, Flow Shows, My Uncle Lives in a Tactica, and The Race the Pig Route. You can order them all from your favourite bookstore or online at amytown.com. Thanks for your support. Welcome to Kids Pod, a podcast where kids get to ask adults the questions they really want to know. Nothing is too rude to ask. You send in the questions and I'll do adults will give the kids the answers they want to hear. Graham Bass is a children's book author and illustrator. He has written several books including Moonfish and Animalia. And today he is with us to answer questions about his books and his career. And his favourite onomatopoeia. Our favourite is... I'm Chase. Have you ever published a book based on a random idea? Hi Chase, that's a great question. A couple of my books have come from totally random ideas. Once I was in a hotel room and there was a a lamp sticking out of the wall and the lamp holder was spiral shaped like a snail and the shade was curved like a sail. So I thought, oh, that's obviously a snailing ship. And I drew a little picture of this uh, little cute little guy um, and then forgot all about it. When I got back to Australia and was unpacking my bags, I found the drawing and I decided that I would try and uh, develop a story around him. And eventually that became the legend of the golden snail. Another example was uh, I was traveling through central Australia and there was all the huge big trucks barreling down the road towards us. And they were kind of scary. They almost with big grills and headlights that looked like eyes. And I thought they were like sort of like creatures. And one of them went past and it had a, a soft toy um, dog strapped to the, to the front of it, like a mascot. And suddenly the idea for truck dogs popped into my head. And that became the novel, the only novel that I've written and called Truck Dogs. Hi, my name's Billy. And what inspired you to put yourself in Animalia? The idea for the little boy in Animalia came really at the very end of the whole project. I'd made these 26 pictures and they, were of, they had no connection between them. They were, each of them was a, a world all of its own. And I thought I had to do something to tie them together. So I just decided what I'll do is I'll put this little boy in every picture. And it was kind of like the idea was that it was me when I was little, like the artist walking through, you know, his, his own imagination. Um, and I'm really glad I did because most people who think of Animalia think, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the book where you've got to find the little boy in each of the pages. But it was really just an afterthought. Hi, I'm Annie. What's your favourite onomatopoeia and why? Mine is kaboom. 
Oh, that's a really hard one, Annie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Kaboom's pretty good, I got, I got to admit. But I guess when I think about it, the one which sort of just works for me and makes me smile when I think of it is splat. Hi, I'm Melody. Was it hard to illustrate all the details in your books? The most critical thing, uh, for me at least, when I'm working on a book is, is patience. Um, I discovered pretty early on that if you rush things, you're never happy. Uh, you think, oh, I, I shouldn't have done that so quickly and have to go back and try and fix it. And especially when you're doing work which is very detailed, like mine. So uh, the, the, the trick is just to go slowly, to plan ahead, uh, always draw things to one side first and make sure you're happy with the design and then and then copy them into the to the final art and just don't hurry because if you do it, it's just going to take you more time in the long run. Hi, I'm Ava. Why do you like to draw animals in their natural habitats? Wow. <coughs> <coughs> I've always found nature the, the primary inspiration for my work. Um, and you're right, often in natural settings, like say a book like The Waterhole, for instance, but also in fantastical settings sometimes, like uh, Uno's Garden, for instance, um, or just plain ridiculous ones like in The Eleventh Hour, where you have things like a rhinoceros and a zebra sitting cross-legged in a chair playing chess. Um, I guess it's just the way my, my mind works. But I do find that animals, anyway, is, is the thing that I am most inspired to draw, and they're very often you know, set in the natural world. Hi, I'm Brooke. How did you come up with the idea for the book Moonfish? Moonfish was inspired by um, several trips I made some years ago to China. Um, it's an amazingly varied country, um, both culturally and uh, geographically. And as I travelled around, I, I realised what I wanted to do was try and capture some of the imagery uh, in a book. Um, and I fell back on a tried and true method of, of thinking about classics, old classics. And one, of course, was the Ugly Duckling story. Um, and I wasn't at all sure whether that would be known in China. I, I now realise that, that, that it is for, for anyone who who reads Western literature, they would have come across that story. But I thought I would do my own version of that classic story. And the book was first published in China under the name of Dragon Moon, and then published later in Australia under the title of Moonfish. Hi, I'm Reuben. Have you ever wanted to change something in one of your books that you have published? Ruben, there's never been a project where I didn't want to change something at the end. It's just the nature of creativity. You do your best you can, but what makes you do the next book is thinking, yeah, I could do better. Um, sometimes, though, that the, the, the desire to change has been pretty, pretty huge. Uh, for instance, um, I did The Worst Band in the Universe um, many years ago now, uh, and I've always thought, really, I should have done it as a novel rather than as a picture book. And strangely, inversely, when I did Truck Dogs, I did it as a, a novel and I thought I should do that as a picture book uh, and it came out as a novel. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I, I can always, I suppose, have another go at it one day. But again, it's the sort of thing that keeps you interested and keeps you striving to, to do work again is thinking nothing you do is ever perfect. And you always think, gee whiz, I could have maybe done that better or I, I wish I could change that. 
what you do is you, you let it go and you start a new project and you give that one your all as well. And you'll continue to sort of improve and build a lot of work up over a period of years with that kind of attitude. If you would like to support KidsPod to allow us to make even more episodes, you can make a one-off donation for as low as $5 at ko-fi.com slash kidspod. That's K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash kidspod. There's no obligation and kidspod will continue to remain free for all. But we want to keep KidsPod going strong well into the future. So we really appreciate any support you can give. From all of us at KidsPod, thank you. To send us your questions for future episodes, contact us at amychan.com. We also ask that you please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of Kids Pod and to help other people to find us and spread the word, we would love it if you would give Kids Pod a five-star rating and share our link with your friends. Kids Pod was created on Wiradjuri Land by Amy Chan, intro by Nikki Strauss, cover art by Glenn Strauss. Special thanks to Graham Bass, Billy, Brooke, Ava, Annie, Reuben, Chase, Alicia, Daniel, Olive, Miles, Jack and Melody from Bethanga Primary School. Thanks for listening. <laughs>